You're listening to the Queen of Manifesting Podcast. Welcome to the Queendom. In this podcast, the queen of manifesting herself, Kelly Walker, Kelly Walker, will teach you how to manifest everything you need to live your purpose at a higher level. And now, your queen, queen. Kelly Walker. This is the story of how I became a speaker. And it all happened because I went and hid in the bathroom. So here's what happened. Soon after I learned about affirmations, I started declaring to the world every morning that I was a motivational speaker. The funny thing about affirmations, at least when I say them, is that things in my life start swirling around and rearranging themselves. And suddenly, open doorways are being dropped in my path everywhere I look. Some of those doorways seem fun and come at a convenient time. Others look terrifying and come way too soon for my comfort. A few days after I started my daily declaration to the world that I was a speaker, I was scrolling through Facebook and I saw that one of my friends had liked an event and that it had the word speak in it. So. I clicked on it and I looked at it and it looked really awesome. I'd never been to any kind of um, speaking event, you know, an event for actual speakers. So I was a little scared because I thought, well, I don't really fit the description yet, but it had a competition. There's a thing they do where four people get up and compete by speaking for 10 minutes and then they have judges that give them feedback. In other words, free coaching on their speaking skills. So I'm totally enticed by this event and I decide that it's time to make my first foray into that unknown world of professional speakers where I knew I belonged. So I show up and I am really nervous at first. I feel super out of place and I just keep thinking somebody's going to tell me I don't belong here and make me leave because I was suffering from severe imposter syndrome that day, let me tell you. But I stay, the people are friendly and I get to know a few of them who are like published authors, multi, multi, multi um, engagement speakers. They speak all the time on a regular basis and they're really nice and they make me feel welcome and at home. And so I stay. So I am just dazzled by this speaking competition. The whole idea of it is just like the coolest thing to me ever as a, as a person that wants to become a speaker. So I'm just enthralled for the whole thing and I'm especially fascinated by the feedback that the judges give and take all the feedback as my own and decide you know right then and there I'm going to take every piece of speaking feedback I hear for anyone from anyone 
and see if I can relate it to my own speaking skills. So I found it amazingly valuable and I was really glad that I went. And then at the end, just as we are all released back into our lives, the MC gets up and thanks everyone for coming and announces that there is one spot left for the speaking competition next month. When he says those words, a clot of terror forms in my chest. Because as I hear those words, one of those doors comes down and lands right in front of me. And it is not one of those doors that looks fun or is at a convenient time. It is a door that scares me silly. And so filled with panic, trying not to run out of the room screaming, <laughs> I go around and say goodbye to everyone and try not to think about the need that is burning within me to go through that door because it scares me so bad. So I say goodbye to everyone and there's no one left to say goodbye to and I have to stop stalling. And so uh, this, the sign-up sheet is on the way out. It's right by the exit. So I decide to be brave and to go sign up for that last spot. And just as I get there, my body takes over and I pivot to the right and suddenly find myself exiting the building. Just at the last minute, I notice a bathroom door off to the right. And so I hit the brakes and I run into the bathroom and I lock myself in a stall. And I sit there and I say, what am I doing? And I start a full on argument with myself sitting on this toilet. So my body, my mind actually kind of splits into two at this point, my brave side and my terrified side. And they have a very intense argument. The brave side says, what are you doing? Go out there and sign up. You've been declaring every day now that you're a speaker. And my scared side says, uh, there's no way I can speak in a month. There's not enough time. I can't be ready that fast. I'll look like an idiot if I get up there in a month. And my brave side says, everybody was a beginner. This is a competition for beginning speakers. And I say, yeah, but I'm way more beginner than all these other people. And my brave side says, everybody has to start somewhere. Why not here? Why not next month? So this argument, it goes on for a long time to the beautiful sound of toilets flushing all around me and the intermittent psh, psh of that orange scented uh, air freshener and the super annoying ratcheting of the paper towel dispensers. And as I try to tune all of that out to focus on my argument, I eventually come to the conclusion that my brave side is right. My brave side says, 
you want to be a speaker, you get out of this bathroom and you go sign up. So my scared side took heart. I stood up. I exited that bathroom like a woman on a mission. And I went out to the MC at the sign-up sheet. And I asked him, hoping very fervently that he's going to say no, if that spot is still open. Well, he said yes. And I said, then I'll take it. And then I instantly burst into hysterical tears. This poor man did not know what to do. He tried to comfort me. He told me that I didn't have to. It's not mandatory. New speakers don't have to sign up already. And really, it's voluntary. You don't have to do it, really. You don't. And through my sobs, somehow, I managed to tell him that for me, it is mandatory. I have to do it because it is my next step. So... He hands the pen over to the crazy lady and I suspect he thinks he will never see me again. (gasps) So I take the pen and I shakily sign my name and then I walk out to my car and cry hysterically for about 15 minutes. So scared at what I've just done, but at the same time, so proud of what I've just done. So I went home and I started a speech and one of the ladies I met at that first meeting volunteered to help me. So I recorded it and sent it to her and she gave me some really great feedback. And when it came time to go the next month, I got an email saying it had been canceled (laughs) and that we were doing it again the next month and to please come. And I thought, well, either I'm off the hook or I got an extra month to prepare. So I went with the extra month to prepare. And I got really good at my speech. I rewrote it about 15 times. I recorded myself over and over, watched it, fixed it, changed it, refined it. So finally, two months later, the day came for me to go give my speech. And I will tell you all about it after this break. So stay tuned. You're listening to the Queen of Manifesting Podcast. Welcome to the Queendom. Okay, welcome back. So the time has come. It's been two months. My speech is pretty good according to my level of knowledge of speaking and I get all dressed up and I show up that day and I am ready to go. I'm terrified, but I am ready to go. And so before we get up and compete, they have a presentation on improving your speaking career. And so, you know, (laughs) People waiting to speak probably really have a hard time with that because it means we have to sit there longer, being nervous longer. But I enjoyed the presentation and we had lunch and then they made us draw numbers. And 
I drew number three, which means I was the third out of the four to go. So I sat there and I listened to the first two speakers and was utterly terrified and so nervous. And then it came finally time for number three. So I go up to the stage while the MC introduces me and he proceeds to tell everyone the story. <laughs> of my complete total breakdown when signing up for this competition. <laughs> so the whole room now knows uh, what a crazy person I am and that I was so scared that I was bawling. And so that's always an interesting way to start a speech. But I think maybe it, it gave people a little more empathy for me. I don't know. But the, the audience was amazing. They laughed, they cried, they participated, they played along with me. And I had so much fun on that stage. I knew I was in the right place at the right time, doing what I needed to do to manifest the speaking career that I had been declaring every day. So it's kind of all a blur now. Luckily, I've got it recorded so I can always go back and listen to it whenever I want. But when I was over, when I was over, when it was over, the judges, they give you feedback before you leave the stage. So I stood there and the MC came back up and the judges then gave me lots of really helpful feedback that I loved. They said, you know, move your arms more. Don't stand in one spot so long. Um, don't look up to the ceiling when you're trying to think of what you're going to say. I thought those were amazing feedbacks and I try to incorporate them now whenever I speak. So then uh, I was released from the stage and then the fourth person went and then the judges left the room to go deliberate. And me and the other speakers had, you know, we had tons of empathy for each other because we were all terrified. And so we all kind of made bonds that day. And as we waited for the judges to come back, we all tried to not have total breakdowns of nervousness. Finally, they came back and they announced the winner and it was me. And I was shocked beyond belief. And I was so excited and so happy and so glad that I had done it. And so grateful that that, that thing even existed for me to go do. I am forever grateful for those two guys that arranged that, um, that monthly speaking thing. They don't do it anymore, but it was amazing. And I loved it. And I'm so grateful that they did that. And for the judges and, oh, just everybody, it was a great experience. So that was about a year and a half ago now. And since then, I have actually lost count of how many presentations I've given. 
but it, it is around 80 in a year and a half. And so I can pretty safely say that I am a speaker. And now I have events planned all for the whole year. I have several events planned and I have six cruises planned and I'm speaking on all of them. And I'm also having other speakers and coaches come to speak with me. And I think one's even going to be a podcasting cruise. So my life has completely changed and completely gone the way that I declared that it would go. And I just want to point out the affirmations manifesting. It's real. It works. It changes lives. It changes minds. It changes hearts. It literally can change anything. And I don't even know where I would be today if I had not learned about affirmations and manifesting and taking control of my life. I am so grateful for everything I have learned ever since I discovered the world of personal development at that three-day life-changing seminar. So I want to just talk about the door for a minute. So the door that came down in front of me that day when the MC said there was one spot left. How many times do we have doors fall in front of us standing wide open, inviting us in, and we don't walk through them because they scare us too bad? Or we run and hide in the bathroom and avoid the door completely. How many times do we declare that we want something and when the opportunity shows up to walk forward and get it, we walk backwards or we sit down or we run away. When I think about how close I came to not walking through that door, to leaving that building and never coming back and missing out on that experience, it makes me cringe at how close that was, at how close I was to not doing that. And I am so grateful that I did do it. So if you have doors that you're not going through, that scare you, that are way out of your comfort zone, or that maybe aren't convenient right now, I invite you to look at those in a whole new light. Look at those doors with a new set of eyes. Instead of looking at them and getting scared and finding excuses and telling yourself why it won't work, telling yourself why you can't go through that door, I invite you to look at them with excitement and gratitude for the amount that your life is going to level up if you walk through those doors. And I have seen in my own experience 
that the scarier the door looks, the bigger the transformation you're going to have if you get up the nerve to walk through that door. So I invite you to find those doors that scare you. See them as opportunities to level up your life. Look at them with gratitude and excitement and go through them. If you want to be unstoppable, I suggest you make it a habit to run headlong through every scary door that drops in your path. I don't know what's going to be on the other side for you, but I guarantee you will be so happy and proud of yourself for going through those scary doors and for the level of transformation that you're going to experience for doing it. Run headlong through those scary doors and become unstoppable. Well, that's it for this episode. Thanks again for listening and for all your love and support. If you like this podcast, please leave me a review. And if you have an idea for a topic you'd like to learn more about, you can email me at Kelly, which is K-E-L-L-Y, at thequeenofmanifesting.com. Also, if you need more manifesting in your life, I have a free Facebook group where I teach manifesting all week long. And on Mondays, I have a live class at 9.30 in the morning, Mountain Time. The name of my group is We Are Masters of Manifesting. You can search for that, or you can just find the link in the description to this podcast. So come join us for more manifesting and learn how to get everything you want. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next time. Bye.